Hey everyone, this is Daisy's.live. I'm Scott. I'm Meryl. And we are here to review Bollywood TV and movies. And uh, it's good to be back. I was I was gone for a few weeks, and uh, I'm glad to see that you you you're still you held the fort down. You're we still reviewing. Did. <laughs> did you have fun? Were there any? Did did I miss anything truly outstanding? Uh, you missed Halloween, of course, and of course you missed all the fun we had. Uh, we were missing you, and we kept talking about you, and kept wishing you were there. Yeah, my ears were burning, so <laughs> probably yes, they did. They were. <laughs> all right. So, what do we have on the uh, on the agenda today? Well, on the agenda, we have three reviews. We reviewed. Um, we're going to review One Night Stand, which is Wait, streaming on one Prime one mic one mic stand one. <laughs> One night stand would be a very different show, I think. Did I say yeah. one night stand? I think you did. Yeah, I think so. Sorry, guys. It's, it's all right. One it's, mic it stand. <laughs> it is streaming on Prime. It is a comedy show. Of, uh, there, there are four episodes to the show. Uh, we will review Surya Vanshi, which released in theaters um, yesterday. It is the comeback movie of theaters for India. But our theater has been op open for pretty long, so I don't think it's a comeback movie here. But in India, it is the comeback movie selling almost 70 tickets per second. So big comeback. Whoa. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And we are going to also review Meenakshi Sundareshwar, which is streaming on Netflix. So, yes. Scott, you want to take the first one? Okay, so one mic stand, and uh, th this is this is essentially this is a comedy show where, we, if I understand correctly, and I only watched one episode, but there's like a, a newbie, and then an old pro, and the old pro mentors the person, the the newbie. Is that is that the basic gist? Yeah. So it is a celebrity uh, that's paired with a comic. Um, okay. a stand-up comic right. and they mentor them into their own little slot and uh -huh. uh, the celebrities come out and they try to be funny so i think that is the um that is that's the, the that's format. the yeah. yeah the format and and we started with <laughs> the first episode and the only one i watched was um sunny leone leone sunny leone, leone. Mm -hmm. who uh let's just get this out of the way she was a porn star uh she's canadian canadian indian and she was uh, she was in porn. She was an adult star, and uh, she was the comedian. And then someone whom whom I didn't know, uh, an old comedian, um, older I should say experienced comedian, mentored her. And then we watch. So we watch a little bit of the meetings and the sit down and the the talking through it. And then we uh, and then she does her her set. And uh, all right, so. First thing I would like to say is that uh, Indian audiences, please do not clap after every joke. Please don't. Please stop doing that. It's very frustrating. It like it's like a it's like the State of the Union. It's like you don't need to clap after every statement. But anyway, that's just a little. Just piece. laugh. Don't. Yeah. Clap. Just just exactly. Just laugh. But, but, just, but just those laugh. are two separate things, and a lot of people uh, don't get it. Exactly. Exactly. Clapping is yeah. That's a whole different. That's like a if some big emotional thing has happened and someone's made some big admission, then you clap to show like the support, but just laugh. It's a comedy show. Anyway, uh, Sonny Leone, who, uh, Oh God, this is so weird. Just right off the bat. It's uncomfortable. I was unfamiliar with this. I did not know who she was. So I could not, I was just staring at her the whole time. She's, she's, um, she's stunning and she was wearing tight jeans and she's beautiful. And so that, that was difficult 
for me, that part was just looking at her going, wow, okay. Um, there's a lot more. And then she just immediately starts talking about being a former porn star. And that was kind of funny. And to make a long story short, I thought she was funny. I thought, I didn't think she was hilarious, but I respect, I, I, it is so difficult in a professional setting. I have some friends who've done stand up to varying degrees of success. I know how difficult it is through their experiences. So she was funny enough to say, well done. She didn't bomb in any way, shape or form. She certainly didn't kill, right? She wasn't, she wasn't the funniest, like I wasn't thinking this woman needs to get, she needs, she has a new career. I, I didn't think that at all. Um, but it was, you know, it was fun. It was fun watching this, this woman who's led a very colorful and interesting past, get up there on stage, own her, her past, um, talk about it openly, make pretty good jokes about it. There was a, I would say there was a cadence that got a little repetitive after a while. There was a cadence. You were, she was setting up her joke and then she would do the punchline and then set up her joke and do the punchline. And um, that got a little, uh, a little predictable. Um, yeah, because it was the same kind of jokes, right? She was, she was literally giving it back to people for what they gave to yeah, her. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And but also, I, and I mean, and I mean, like the the form, like the her tone of voice, her her setup, her drop, like everything felt the same. It felt like the same sort of like very regular waves. And again, for someone who's not a comedian to get up there and be funny enough, okay, certainly would be better than I could do. Um, I, you know, like I wasn't calling people saying, you've got to check this out, but it was admirable. It was funny there. And that was it. You know, like, I, honestly, I, I, I thought she was a lovely woman. And <laughs> as, as a, as someone who likes women, I, that part was great, but, um, the humor funny enough, you know, funny enough. That's, that's about the best I can say. So, so, you know what I really, um, I think I respect her a lot more than I respected her before. I didn't, I haven't sure. seen any of her work, uh, but, um, uh, but I respect her more. I respect her mostly because she's honest. Mm -hmm. That's one. Secondly, she sincerely owned her past. She wasn't ashamed of it at all. And I really respect that because whatever it is, there's no need for any one of us to judge the other person for what they've done or whatever. I mean, that judgment, taking away judgment from her past and literally giving it back to people in the sense like, I know you say things about me. I know you come up to me and tell me, oh, this movie is going to change your image. Why does somebody need a change of image? Yeah. They assume she needs a change of image, but she's perfectly fine the way she is. And she literally owned it that way. Yeah. So I think I liked that a lot. Yeah, that, 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 that I mean, there was, and, and this is, I mean, if you're going to do this for a living, you have to develop that mindset, right? It's the rest of us that have the hangups. It's not, it, it's and I've, I, I have, a, I know a few people uh, through work I know a few people who are in the industry or at least tangentially related to it. And it's a job. It's just a job. Like it's not any, like they think that the public is the one with the problem. Which is, they, which is absolutely true. Yeah. Because if there were no consumers, the industry wouldn't survive. <laughs> exactly. It's and like, why are we, why are we judging the providers and not exactly. judging the consumers? Right. So and, if you're consuming they are, it, you should be fine with it. They are fully aware of the strange, hypocrisy 
uh, uptightness, discomfort, whatever that the general public seems to have about it. And uh, they have, by and large, they have the attitude of that Sonny had. It's just like, it's what I did. I, I don't see what the problem is. But anyway, so I mean, how were the rest of the episodes? Did you... Well uh, they were funny, actually. I have to tell you this. So there were five mentors. There's Abish Matthew. There's um, uh, Atul Khadri. There was Niti Niti Palta. Mm -hmm. There was uh, Sumaki Suresh, and there was Samirena, right? And they, each one of them, got to mentor one celebrity. So the celebrities were, of course, filmmaker Karan Johar. Karan Johar has completely westernized the idea of love. In you know, Karan Johar was the first guy who really glossed it up in the sense that. Uh, young Indian kids traveling the world and then falling in love and 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 questioning age-old age old traditions while being traditional. You know, so the, he he's the master filmmaker, and he's right. known he's known to launch film stars' sons and daughters. So he's the uh, he's supposed to be the the epitome of uh, nepotism in Bollywood, and hmm. and and so everybody who wants to launch their sons and daughters goes to Karan Johar for 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 launching, and and he he. He actually jokes about that in his set. He does. Okay. He owns it and he jokes about it and he joke, jokes about his own sexuality and he jokes about every damn thing that you've ever, ever thrown at him. He kind of throws it back at you. So mm -hmm. I really enjoyed that. And then there's author Chetan Bhagat, who's written many uh, bestsellers, but also a lot of his bestsellers have been converted into movies. Uh, so that was kind of okay. I mean, give me one. Give I, me an example of a, give me a movie that's. Bestseller Two States. Okay. Three Idiots. <laughs> no, I love so that these name. Are, these, okay. are, these are really good movies. These are uh -huh. these are the statement movies. And okay. whenever you have time, I can send you the links. You must watch at least Three Idiots is something. It questions the entire education system in India where, you know, education is about uh, marks and getting degrees, whereas he 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 talks about a protagonist who didn't care about marks and degrees, but cared about the knowledge and how that knowledge goes far longer than just the marks and degrees and that entire comparison. I totally agree with that. And, yes. and not, not only that, but also he redefined in the movie the 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 entire term success. What is success for you? Hmm. Is, is, is getting a job in America as an engineer successful, as an IIT, and is that success for you? Or Maybe. is it is it going to some village and really enabling the village to do something different with the issues like water and electricity? So, so he kind of compared compared these two things, and it's bestseller. It was one of the most successful movies when it came out. So, was that guy funny? Um, his passable. He wasn't Ooh. being a writer. I thought he would come up with. I was going to say he, it's pretty intellectual. It's pretty heady. So, yeah, I th I thought he would be the best, but apparently, I think Karan Johar was way funnier. Mm. Karan Johar was way funnier. Sunny Leone was, owned. Was owned Karen Johar funnier than Sunny Leone? Mm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Would yeah. you agree with my assessment of Sonny's comedy? Totally. Like it was passable. It was funny-ish. Funny enough. It was funny. Well, yeah. I didn't like her for being funny. I liked her for owning. Yeah, that's fair. And not only owning it, but being bold about it, which was really required. And it was like a give back to people mm -hmm. who judge other people. So yeah. I really like that. Then yep. there's a TV journalist called Faye D'Souza, and she's a very serious journalist. And she her, her set was actually funny as well because – she kind of uh, took a jab at uh, at Indian journalists and reporters who really don't know the ABC of reporting and how TV mm. journalism is different than real journalism and how you know how the camera pans <sighs> real in. Real journalism. Is, 
No, TV journalism <laughs> is, is drama, right? So yeah, it is right. drama. So she kind of she kind of jibed at the drama of journalism and news reporting as to how the camera pans at you if it's a breaking news, it pans out if it's not, goes to the face of the TV reporter. She really made fun of it, and I think that was funny too. And then a rapper musician called Riftar. So um, out of all of this, I really liked um, Sunny Leone and Karan Johar the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then their their mentors were like pretty good as well. Um, Sapin Burma was the host of the show, and the five celebrities, uh, the five mentors, and the five um, and 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 the celebrities got to you know mentor uh, the people. Um, of course, you know this is the second season of When Mike Stand. The first season had politician Shashi Tharoor. It had actress Richa Chada, Tapsi mm. Panu, Bollywood composer Vishal Dadlani, and youtuber boo and bam so um so uh the second season definitely um interesting interesting in these two um uh, rev- uh these two stand-ups stand-up sets and uh i i highly recommend uh, that you should watch it okay great so, hi this is the indrajit natoji i'm the director of afatesh and uh you're watching me on desis.live and you can uh you can also catch me at thisis.live the radio show and i wish you a lot of ish and a lot less afat in in life in general abiye aapke bhaiyo aur unke behno ko bhi laiye ji ha z5 global download kijiye apne khud ki app pe aur thisis.live pe dekhiye ji ha afat ish Daisies.live. This is Scott, and I'm back here with Moral. And we just got done giving a fairly positive review of Netflix's One Mic Stand. I'm sorry, not Netflix. That was on Prime. Pardon me. It was on Prime. And now we are uh, turning to a movie that is in theaters, and this is Surya Vanshi. And and what is this about? What's the so this is um of course this movie had um had to release almost a year and a half back but it did not because obviously the theaters were closed because of covid um but one and a half years of multiple first looks trailers songs promos altered release dates fourth installment of rohit shetty's cop universe is out and it only proves that Rohit Shetty continues his streak of one of the best track records in box office in the last decades. This guy knows his audience. He knows what makes the audience tick. He knows what will make the theater audience go crazy. And he serves it on a platter. And uh, Suryavanshi uh, is, again, a top cop with the anti-terrorism squad in Mumbai. And uh, his mission is to figure out what happened to 600 kilos of uh, RDX that went missing after the 2611 attacks um, in Mumbai um, 20 years ago? So, uh, it, so this is this is where the entire plot is. It's a bigger plot than the, his previous cop movies. His previous cop, cop movies were Singham One and Two, and Simba, and now this is Suryavanshi. And the good part is the movie was brought, uh, was actually promoted as a three people movie, as a, as a Singham and Simba and Suryavanshi all together in the movie. But in reality, it's a Akshay Kumar movie through and through. Um, Ranveer Singh and Ajay Devgan do appear in the second half of the movie with their different sets of you know their own they own their own action sequences, but 
this is uh, the story of Suryavanshi, Veer Suryavanshi, who is a cop with the anti-terrorism squad of uh, the Mumbai police. Mm. And um, this movie, again, it proves that Rohit Shetty, who is the director of the movie, knows not only how to work with multiple big stars, but he also knows how to make big budget mammoth productions happen. He's in the same league as Michael Bay. You know, this is where I would slot this guy if I were to do a comparison. Okay. Um, and and absolutely loved the movie. I mean, I went to the theater to watch it. It was, it was, this movie is made for the theater. It's not made for you to watch over, this is gonna get released, the streaming partner is Netflix. Uh, this is a big deal for Netflix to be the streaming partner here. But when you watch it in theater, you get the vibe. You get sure. the flow. You want to be involved and everything seems bigger and better. And, and the cars, yeah. cars, uh, cars crashing all over the place and bombs exploding. It's everywhere. loud and you just you feel your clothes shaking. It's so loud and it's just you, you feel like you're there. You feel you're there. You feel the movie much more. So this movie is made for theater audience. It's not made for you to sit at home and enjoy. But even with that, uh, little things like Katrina Kaif, who's a leading lady uh, of the movie, she barely has any. Most Rohit Shetty movies have very limited women roles. Uh, the earlier movies, the women did not have a role over her. At least she's a doctor and she has something to say, apart from sizzle in on camera. But she does sizzle. Um, I did send you <laughs> a video of the song. That hadn't been promoted before the movie release, but now being promoted, the song sizzled. I swear to God, in the theater, everybody went quiet and everybody was looking at it. I looked around me and everybody had open jaws when they saw the sizzle wow. between the leading lady, Katrina Kef and Akshay Kumar. The song is a remake of... Um, an earlier song from this movie Mora, which had again Akshay Kumar, younger Akshay Kumar, uh, many, many, many years ago. I think around 25 years ago, Mora was released. And now this is a remake here with Katrina and Akshay. Um, what I liked was Akshay owned his graying hair. So mm -hmm. you could see his grays, you know, in, in sequences, which is great. But I, I like I like that a lot because I know Rithik Roshan owned his graying hair in war. But Rithik Roshan's entry in war as, you know, with this graying hair and everything was so, so amazing. Akshay wasn't given the same entry here. And I wonder why. But then we had two other bigger stars. Uh, I mean, two of the big stars are uh, not bigger, but Akshay is one of the biggest stars. Uh, Ranbir, uh, Ranbir Singh and Ajay Devgan, their entries were amazing too. And, and their scene sequences together were amazing action sequences. Those were like top-notch, world-class, amazing uh, sequences. So uh, all in all, this is a Paisa Vasool movie. When I say Paisa Vasool, Paisa Vasool means that you get your money's worth. And uh, you got to go watch it in theaters. This is, this is commercial Bollywood at its best. I'm never going to review this kind of fair from the same lens as we would review, you know, more nuanced movies, more emotional movies. This is not that. This is a totally different genre. This is Rohit Shetty action thriller sequences, mindless. When you're in the stuff. mood for this kind of movie, there is no substitute. There's no substitute. You've got to but be ready no, for it, there's though. There's no substitute for what he does on screen with his actors. There's no substitute for how he presents those actors. There is no substitute for any of that because it is so beautifully presented that you will not you will not find a single loophole in that entire presentation. But yes, this is what it is. It is a Michael Bay kind of a 
presentation and there is no substitute for it. And this guy's a master of doing it. He's completely um, amazed at how this movie came, came across. Um, it is, uh, it was, uh, uh, you know, and, and the best part is that uh, Rohit Shetty, these are remakes. Uh, Singham was a remake of a Tamil film called Surya Singham. And, uh, and um, I think uh, no, it was a remake of a Tamil film called Temper, I think it was called Temper. And then uh, so was Simba. So he's taken, he's taken a lot of Malayalam films, Tamil films, and remade them uh, in, into other, into Hindi. But this isn't original. This wasn't, um, um, this wasn't a remake. Um, but again, with this, uh, what, what I really love it, is a creative uh, route that he took to present the protagonist, the antagonist. Uh, in his earlier movies, there was uh, th there's a certain uh, you know there's a certain connect between uh, the cop and the and the protagonist and the antagonist, and those sequences are especially very funny. This time, the sequences are not hilarious. There is a realistic uh, terrorist in Pakistan occupied Kashmir. The Lashkar-e Taiba is a real terrorist organization. And they, their, their hand in a lot of bombings in in India is is a reality. Um, so he's taken that background, and the villain that he has here is a guy called Kumud Mishra, and Kumud Mishra brings a kind of humanity to the villainous side of terrorism. And I thought that was a very that was that was a tangent to how Rohit normally presents his uh, antagonists. He gave even the antagonist a human face and gave a reason. For them to do what they did, um, so so there was the antagonist did, just didn't exist because they wanted to kill the protagonist. The antagonist is, they existed because something wrong had happened with them as well. So there's a backstory to the terrorists as well, and the underlying theme is of course that uh, whether you're a protagonist or antagonist, it's got nothing to do with where you come from. It's got nothing to do with your religion. It's got nothing to do with your bringing. It's all to do with how you're processing things around you, which makes you do certain actions. So um, I thought I thought that was a different take than his earlier movies as well. So guys, uh, if you have time this weekend, head out. Um, this is one of the biggest releases of an Indian movie in America. 520 uh, 20 cities. Um, wow. 490 screens just in the United States. This movie is playing. It's a very big movie. So go ahead, go watch it, have fun with it because, you know, uh, this is what we go to theaters for escapism, fun, and just a lot of sizzle. Wow. Okay. So. Hi, this is Rhea Sharma, and you're listening to me on Desi.live. Our film After the Ishq is out, so do not forget to watch it. You can download Z5 USA and watch it now. Desi's.live, this is Scott, and I'm back here with Moral, who just gave a, a ringing endorsement of Surya Vanshi. It's in theaters. Go see it. Get the popcorn. Get the big tub of soda. Have a blast. Uh, and now we turn to uh, Minakshi Sundarishwar. Did I get that correct? You Is got right? it. Sundarishwar. Right. Sundarishwar on Netflix. And this is a, this is, the premise is very simple. It's a young couple gets married. They have some problems. They get back together. And, um, oh gosh, I, 
I do this a lot and I'm sorry, but this is my standard, my standard complaint. I'm just going to say it, drop it, move on is this is a two and a half hour movie. This is an hour and 30 minute, hour and 40 minute movie in a two and a half hour uh, uh, set. And um, I, so you think the movie was stretched out? Yeah, it was a little, it was a little long. It's just a little mm -hmm. long and um, you know, but okay. You know, that's, that's my taste. And I don't, I don't know if that's a Western or American thing. I, I don't know what that is. It, it just feels a lot of these movies feel a little slow in scenes. They, there's some background stuff that, that, that is not necessary or it's drawn out a little bit, but okay. All right. So let's put that aside. And I'm going to start with the good parts because I, I didn't really like this movie at all. Um, but I'm going to start with the good parts because the good parts were amazing. And this movie visually was gorgeous. I mean, it is so obvious that people who worked on this film come from a long line and have a deep, rich tradition of filmmaking because they knew exactly what they were doing. The shots were beautiful. The color, the light, gorgeous. And I, one thing I noticed, and I don't know if this is a, a trademark of the cinematographer or the director, uh, Vivek Soni, the cinematographer is Debojit Ray. Uh, I don't know, but there were a lot of strong verticals, like a lot of re like really strong verticals. And some of them were right in the middle of the, of the shot, right in the middle of the frame. And I think that did a good job of describing how the, the husband and the wife were separated from each other, uh, both in terms of distance and, and after a while in terms of emotion, psychology. So that was extremely, and it was, it created a weird disconnect because the story itself was quite, like I said, slow, but also just, just wasn't a lot of, there was just wasn't much meat on the bone, you know? And, uh, uh, but while you're, while I'm watching it, I'm just thinking, oh, that's so beautiful. Oh, that shot was be, oh, you know, just, so it was a really weird disconnect between the two. I, I didn't like the story at all, but I loved looking at it. Um, so without getting too much into uh, boring, annoying, literary theory, whatever, I, and, and I think I've mentioned this once before, in the, in, and again, excuse me, just, this won't take long. This will take like 60 seconds. But I remember in, in graduate school, we talked about this, this, type of, this type of play called the drama. Right? In France, this was brand new because plays were either tragedy or comedy, right? Tragedy where the hero dies at the end, comedy where everything's kind of funny and things work out in the end, everything works. And then they made this in the 18th century in France. And I'm sure other cultures have this, other genres have this. This is just the way I understood it, the way I can verbalize it. In the 18th century, they came up with this, this, this type of play that was a little bit between the two, and it focused on household stories. And it wasn't really a tragedy because no one died, and it wasn't really a comedy because it wasn't particularly funny, and there wasn't a lot of there weren't huge problems to be worked out. But it was just a look at the household and about stories of what goes on in the household, and then usually there was a misunderstanding and then the misunderstanding got worked out and that was the resolution. And that's what this was, whether, whether, you know, it may have had, it may come in a different package, but that's what this story was. The story was about a couple that through, through a little misunderstanding, 
got married. They were the, the it was an arranged marriage, but the arranged the the parties went to the wrong house. Um, and, but they ended up getting married anyway. They weren't supposed to meet. They weren't even supposed to meet, but then they but then they did, and it, it worked out. And so they got married, and then immediately the husband gets a job in Bangalore, and he goes away to the big city. And the daughter-in-law stays with the family, and there are a few disagreements, misunderstandings, but for the most part, she's accepted in the family. Um, so so uh, what you're telling me is that it is the story is uneventful. There are not many events in the story. Toad, I was, and I was, yes, and I was about to say, and that's pretty much it. He works, she lifts, you know, she does her day-to-day -day thing in the village, and then they slowly grow apart. Um, they do not. Uh, okay, so this is where that's the context, right? The, that's the context. It's it's a story where not much happens. It's all all of the drama is like really drilled down into like one conversation or one thing that happened, and they really just act like these these household work related things are really big deals, and they're not. They're not interesting. They're not. There's no tension. There's no real conflict. It's it. And that's it. Now, there was a period, there's a certain kind of person who loves those 18th century French dramas I was telling you about. There was a certain kind of fan that they sold. You were talking about how uh, the director knew his audience for the, for the big, for uh, Suryavanshi, right? And, and the, well, there's a certain kind of audience for this too. And I'm, look, I could be totally wrong, but I, I get the impression that the audience for this kind of movie is someone who is extremely conservative socially, who is really, really interested in um, a religious ceremony and um, clothing and doing stuff as a family and not talking about sex, not talking about anything that's not very proper um, and really not, doesn't like things to get out of place. I'm guessing because that's what this movie was. This movie was all about like was that, like there was a they, there was a scene that lasted three or four minutes where the, where the auntie was getting ready to go to and I forget the name I, I apologize, this this ceremony with all kinds of candles outside of a temple it was gorgeous again, gorgeous shots and then they go back to the auntie who's just waiting, and then there's like conversations about her getting there on time and someone tease it like the. It, you know, there was the the little, and everyone had a character. Every character had, you know, there was all the stereotypes, right? There was the bratty, smart, smart alecky son. There was the doofus, uh, the son. There was the, the stern father. There was the mildly naive mother. There was the racy sister, and then there was the good daughter-in-law who's misunderstood in the family. You you right? got a name for each one of them, but you know what I really find with a lot of movies in Hindi that portray South Indian people is how caricaturish they make uh, another yeah. culture. Yeah. Right? Oh, uh, another culture. I see. Yeah. 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 Because Hindi is a North Indian language, but I've never seen, I've always seen caricatures. For example, if Indian cinema, if Hindi cinema has to portray a Punjabi guy, They'll put words in front and behind his, uh, you know, OA and all those little words that are very Punjabi, right. like lingo. They, they put that in front uh, of his dialogues, and that's supposed to represent the fact that this person is from Punjab, which is really not true because there's a certain accent to Punjab. There's a certain way people speak the Hindi even. 
Similarly, South Indians have a certain accent to Hindi. So if you're representing South Indian characters, you might as well put in that, that, that accent. You might as well put in the effort to represent them properly and not represent them as caricatures for some reason. And that is a, is a cardinal mistake that Bollywood cinema makes the entire time. Like, for mm. example, remember Family Man. Mm -hmm. Yes. The the family man, um, Srikant's wife, is a South Indian. Mm -hmm. But when she speaks with her own family or with the kids, there is a certain accent she carries as a South Indian. There's a certain mm -hmm. culture she carries with her, which is a which which is a which is a very big part of her her entire profile. It's a very big part of her character. She doesn't leave her South Indianness at the door when she becomes Srikant's wife. She carries it. I don't know why in Hindi cinema, a Tamil family living in Madurai can speak pure Hindi. It just doesn't happen. Mm. Hasn't well, happened so far. I'm, I'm going to tell you that, that 98, no, I'm just going to say 100% of what you just said went over my head because I was relying on subtitles. And uh, you know I didn't know A, B, and C about any of that. And that may have just be another layer that I'm missing. But I can tell you that this movie just there was just not a lot happening and i'm again after a while it's like oh god here we go again they're gonna show like the people lighting candles and smiling and being all like oh because there's some religious ceremony there's some wedding thing they're doing and i'm not knocking on that at all i'm not knocking on those things i'm knocking on the the emphasis on this that this this served as a significant portion of the story, story. just the, just the just the going through the day to day motions of living in a household and and being a religious person, and and so I mentioned at the beginning the the drama the the drama is what it was le, le, le drame in eighteenth century French plays. Well, that died out pretty quickly because a lot of people were like this is boring. You know, there was a small segment of society that was like, oh, these are great. And everyone else is like, no, this, this sucks. I don't want to watch any more of this. And it died out for the most part. It died out. So I don't know how, where that fits in, in Indian culture. I don't know. I, I get the impression that there is a sig because we've got, we're talking about over a billion people that there's going to be enough people that go, oh no, no, no. I love that. There's no swearing. There's no sex. There's no violence. We have a we have a very simple story about a husband who almost loses his wife because he gets too much into his job, and that's about it. And we have some like we have some sort of sweet sentimental moments. That is not my cup of tea in any way, shape, or form. I am uninterested in this kind of thing. Um, but I can you know maybe maybe this is huge to a significant segment of the Indian population. I'm guessing it is. Um, considering that there's a you know there's a strong religious movement right now in India you know it, it, half of a billion people uh or over a billion people excuse me so uh, did i like it no not at all so what do you but think about i, the I enjoyed looking at it honestly okay i didn't really get into the specifics of the very thin specifics of the story because there wasn't much there but I had a difficult time separating the performance from this, like we're, man, I just, I, I guess they were fine. I mean, uh, the guy who played uh, Sundareshwar, he, you know, has magnificent hair, like every single leading man in Bollywood, absolutely gorgeous hair. Um, but his character was just not, 
His character didn't have much depth. His wife, beautiful young woman, um, she was Sonia Malhotra. Expressive, but not an interesting character. So I don't think the, the way she was written, I just don't think there was a lot for her to work with. She was a little more interesting than he was. I, I will say that. And I don't know how much of that was the acting and the writing because frankly, I didn't care about the characters very much. I didn't care about the story because they're, he goes to work and, you know, he, he goes to work in Bangalore and, and I'm not even sure what happened. Like, because it was so, th my, there was so little to go on that it's just like, so, all in all, Scott, you're saying this was a totally uneventful um, story. The story yes. progresses with the marriage and their issues. But on the whole, they work their issues out in a very uneventful, kind of a mundane storyline. Eventually, well, because they're separated and because they grow apart, she kind of, sort of gets interested in this guy that she went to college with, but nothing happens. Nothing, nothing Oh, that would uh, be inappropriate. No, right, exactly. <laughs> Nothing immoral. It gets real. It gets really close where he almost kisses her, but then he backs away and they they smile and sort of shyly joke while the music is playing. Um, but then she's like, it's like uh, it's divorce time, and then he goes to a movie theater and finds her, and they decide to get back together because anyway, she puts to, she figures out that he he realizes where she would be because she's been avoiding him and he goes back to the village to find and he finds her and the fact the fact that he finds her where he finds her shows that he was um that that he paid attention to her way back when they first met i don't know and so they oh, get that, back that together he loves her he loves her because he knew where to find her exactly exactly but i mean oh, that's, that's that's such a trope isn't it you know yeah. what she eats you know yeah. how she has a tea you know that's pretty thin gruel I mean, that's thin gruel, man. There's not a lot there, but they got back together and they hugged and they kissed and it was over. Again, it was gorgeous the way they the way they met and got back together at the very end. It was such a beautiful scene visually, but just nothing. I mean, just nothing, almost nothing there. So yes, your very thin story. The, the performances were fine, I guess. The whole place where he worked was kind of dumb, but you know that was not, doesn't even merit. It doesn't even matter. So, it was just, so you would you recommend people to watch this movie oh just God. for the, just for the creative direction? You said the creative direction was great, but the direction and the writing was horrible. I would say if you are a film or design student and you are interested in this sort of thing, you could not go wrong watching this this movie. It's gorgeous, and. And I'm going to say this without insult at all. I've made these kinds of comments before. Um, if you are the sort of person who does not want, like you are not interested in having any sex, you don't want violence, you you want to keep it, the, you want to keep kosher. the sphere. Yeah, keep it kosher. Watch it. I You'll probably love it. Like my, I have, I have some sisters-in-law who would love this movie because they don't they don't like they don't like the violence they don't like the sex they don't they don't like a complicated story and i'm not saying that is an insult well, who at are these all people? oh no 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 this might i have sisters in law who are they're very they're very um i they just they just don't like that sort of thing and and i have to respect that i'm not, you know i i can't say but it's not it's not the sort of movie that i want to watch so there you go Perfect. Well, we just finished reviewing Minakshi Sundareshwar and Scott did not like it except for the creative direction. Uh, he thought brilliant. it was phenomenal. 
Hi, this is Mahesh Bhupati, and you're listening to me on Desi's Dot Live. Desi's Dot Live. This is Scott, and I'm back here, and I just panned. <laughs> I just panned Minakshi uh, Sundarshwar. I, I just, yeah. I mean, if if you like, if you are socially this, this is if you are socially conservative and religiously inclined. You will probably like this movie. Otherwise, I, I just I don't I don't think it had anything to offer except visually it was gorgeous, um, but as a story, nothing there. Um, so, all right, well that's it. Uh, I had a lot of fun. It was great to be back and uh, um, hang out with you for a little bit, Moral. And so I am Scott. And this is Moral. And this is Daisy's Live, and we'll see you next week. Thanks everyone. We'll see you then. Bye. Hands up, hands high,